So, okay. Be PC. It's PC as possible. Just, just, just we're in be, now. Just we're be. recording anyway. Okay, so. we're good. We're good. We're good. Where we start in women's boxing, COVID, Boris Johnson, or what? Or aliens? Mm. Well, as we're watching women's boxing, can we comment how... Why is there so many women on the card? I don't know. Why is it... It's like boxing, but in slow motion. <laughs> like, can I say that? Oh, there's a feral dog running around. I do apologise. We do have a feral dog. That's not my um, asthma getting involved. No, no, we are COVID-free. That is a pug in the building. And you are here with Rick and Wes, actually, having fun. Are we Essence Rogues? Are we still Essence Rogues? This is, uh, yeah, I mean, officially we are. But I think this is is going into Rick Harris' training podcast. Okay. Actually, yeah. Uh, not Not a podcast about fitness, not a podcast about anything, really. It's just a podcast about life. Dogs as well? Yeah. Dogs, definitely dogs. She needs to go to bed. Right, the dog's gone to bed. Quick change of heart. She's making too much background noise for us to enjoy the podcast and enjoy what's going on. We are watching or waiting for the Derek Chisora and o- Alexander Usyk. Alexander Usyk. Is that how you say it? I thought it was Usyk. Usyk. I thought it was Usyk. 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 I don't know. I'm not a uh, Ukrainian, so I'm probably not saying it right. No. Say how you see it. Usyk. But I believe it's going to be a hell of a fight. I mean, the undercard's been absolutely shocking so I far. haven't really watched it. There was two sacks, and <laughs> then there was some really slow motion boxing. It's all been slow motion. But it's the conversation so off microphone has been wild. <laughs> yeah. So I've heard, I've not paid much attention. Fugins deep. Fugins deep. So if if there are stitches or pauses in the podcast, I do apologise, but we will be uh, stopping to make to make gin and tonics as we go. So I'm free deep, Rick's. I'm maybe on my five, sixth. Six. On my sixth. Five, six yeah. yeah. I'm really lagging behind. Yeah. You got some making up to do. There's a bottle of tequila there too. We sit here before you on the day of the second lockdown announcement, actually. Which is quite interesting because we just managed to get life back to how we started to enjoy it, maybe. And now the Prime well, Minister's pulled the fucking plug again. Yeah, I've literally just had an email uh, from the gym. Because I'm part of yeah, the, the gym group that I'm part of. Uh, and they've just basically said that we will be closing all our gyms in England on Wednesday the 4th of November at 10pm. There you go. You heard it so, here first. So no more gyms. This will be going out on uh, November the 1st. So you heard it here first. The gym's actually closing on Wednesday. Which is fucking shit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy about that, to be honest. Out, outdoor fizz, outdoor exercise only from now on. I just don't understand it. After everything, the rigmarole that everyone went through in Liverpool to keep the gyms open, the fines that, that Nick Capo guy went through. Yeah, he he did really well, you know. He, he, he actually... You know, he done so well. I mean, he got a lot of uh, support, a lot of backing. He, you know, and then I actually thought they would stay open, but now they've just shut everything down. Everything, absolutely everything. The the gym's never going to stay open on a national lockdown either, were they? And maybe it's a bit of a middle finger to the people who fought to keep the gyms open because he done a position and the he went petition, to Parliament, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I mean, he got what nearly four hundred thousand mm-hmm. signatures. Which just so goes to show, doesn't it? Because that's like 
how many, how many people live in England or the UK? Is it sixty million? Sixty million. I'm thinking it's like sixty-one million. I don't. I, I mean, obviously. So I that's a, that's quite a percentage. Mm. On just on that petition, so it just goes to show the importance of having uh, gym training or just a gym to go to because for a lot of people it's it's an escape. Yeah, it's great for mental health. It's well, obviously, it's great for health, but also mental health. It's great for so many different things, and people want them to stay open. I mean, people are willing to wear the masks. If they have to. Do you have to wear a mask in commercial gyms? Yeah, so in the gym, the one I go to, in the toilets, in the uh, entrance, um, where else? What, what about in what, whilst training? No, not, training? Not, not whilst training. How does that... How, how I know, does that it's work? very strange. It's, re- it's really weird. I don't, I, it, it actually makes no sense. But if I was, say, spotting someone, then I would have to wear a mask. <sighs> It, it's too many rules. The rules I mean, are so vague. Yeah, yeah. It is very vague. So vague. Um, but, you know, they... Oh, Usyk. I'm sorry. For the benefit of the listener, we're just watching... Is that is that Usyk? Mm. We're just watching his highlights and he just yeah. knocked Tony Bellew out. Did you not know that? No. See, I'm so... I'm, Mate, he folded... I don't him. watch boxing. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, condone I... violence. <laughs> <laughs> Make love, not war. Make love, not war. Drop, drop bars, not bombs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't. I, I've never heard of this Usyk. Usyk is a now. he's a he's a good boxer, man. He's a, he's a he's a sick guy. Usyk guy. Usyk guy. Yeah, no, he's very good. Uh, he um, obviously from a uh, cruiserweight division. He's very. He's, he was like well known. He was very good. He. I, I think he's like. Undefeated? I so want to say he's undefeated. Do you think he smashed the cruiserweight and he's like, next oh, challenge? Yes. And now he's... This is his first fight heavyweight. Well, not really. His his fight with Tony Ballew was heavyweight or a catchweight or something. I don't know it fully, but obviously the Tony Ballew went up to heavyweight and he, and he started fighting, didn't he? And then he, yeah. his last fight before he retired was Usyk and Usyk done him dirty just <laughs> beat him all over but I'm pretty sure that's his only loss well Bellew's Bellew yeah was it his only loss or, or maybe he lost one other fight he, but didn't, I'm, he didn't complete SAS who does wins I know that much I would never watch that nonsense <laughs> you, well, I'm not, so against it it's not even on the BBC I Is I it? hate I hate it it's Channel 4 it's pathetic do you think yeah I'm, I, like, I quite like it I don't it. like it I'm not a fan why? It's um. I think it's a false representation of what us. What our well, people are like. Is. People will see that, and they'll yeah. go. I can join SF. I can join the. I can join the SAS. Oh, that I could do that. Yeah. However, the SAS are, in my eyes, because I know, I know, what they go through. Yeah. Not some pathetic little joke of a. TV show. TV show, which is just a buckshy little... I know they got to do it for TV, but it makes a mockery of the literally the best unit in the yeah. British Army. But in I'm, the world. In the world. Do you think that's down to the producers or down to, oh, the, the, or down to the people who are, are 
obviously mentioning no names, do you think it's down to the people who are on the show who run it as DS, or do you yeah. think it's um, the producers? Do you think? Do you think the guys who are? I think the DS would not want to do it that chat, but do. for money, they do it for money. <sighs> That's a bit of a sellout, isn't it? It's a complete sellout. I think they for money they'll do anything for money, and I'm 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 pretty sure ninety percent of the SAS serving soldiers would be cringing absolutely inside out like shitting out the cringe from that what they're what they're seeing. You would not catch Nims die on there. No, not at all. He's legit. That guy's. He's he's my idol. Can I get his book? Of course I am. Audio book or hard or hard copy? I've not read anything Ant Middleton because he makes me want to fold inside out <laughs> and back again. I've actually read um, First Man In, his book. In First Man In. First Man Inside Another Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually read First Man In. And it's really good. Is it? Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, I almost joined back up. <laughs> off the back of it I was, remember I was in Mallorca yeah it's only like 2018 I was in Mallorca I was reading that I was like I was in Nepal with my dad and I was like dad I might um, I might join back up and he was like what will Hannah say <laughs> she's not going to be happy <laughs> it didn't it didn't come to fruition <laughs> here I am on my sofa now <laughs> in a podcast with you didn't join first back up first man in podcast let's go yeah yeah. Not for, not first man inside another man first podcast. Having said that, you are the first man in on this podcast. You're I, the first am guest. I? Am I? Yeah, on this on my, my podcast. I yeah. it was. So Kurt done the Essence Rogues podcast. Oh, okay. So we're not. Rogues this is Rick Andrews' training podcast. Oh yeah, we're not Essence Rogues anymore. I don't know what's oh, no, going on. Are, are we? We are. We, we are, are Rogues, yeah, officially yeah, we... Essence Rogues. We're well, having a little rebrand and a rethink to what's going on. Mm. We don't know what's going on. Trying to branch out, but. Who knows? We need to have a sit. All all of us need to have a sit down. Yeah. But you are the f- you I'm the first man in. You're the first man in. <laughs> you and Admiral first man in. I feel uh, I feel privileged. You should write a book. I'm going to write a book. <laughs> but Nims dies book. Are you going to get it? Yes, but only because I'm a big fan of the mountains, and mm. I think what he's done is inspirational. I actually really like the stuff he's done, uh, and he's not. A is it a sellout? Yeah, he's yeah. Legit. I think he just he is what he is. He just loves mountains. He For people who him. people who don't know, Nims Die is their ex um, special boat. Is it special boat squadron or special boat service? No, special boat service. He was SBS. Yeah, but I, I never know if it's squadron or service because I've, I've seen both. In what way? So SAS special air service. Yeah. And I was always led to believe SBS is Special Boat Squadron. No. Special Boat Service. Which which to me rings better, which rings true. But everyone I spoke to is, no, it's Special Boat Squadron. No, because you've got boat squadrons in the SES. Yeah. So anyway, back to it. <laughs> That's really bad for somebody who's part of Free Commando Brigade. Yeah. <laughs> Just Should worked with him, but yeah. fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Nims Dye was ex Special Boat Service, SBS. Um, and he broke the world record for climbing, was it the eight eight highest peaks in the world? Yeah. Eight high. So the original. No, 14. It was 14, wasn't it? The, the 14 highest peaks in the world. So 
the the original world record was something like fourteen years. No, it was um, fuck it. You six years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back. Yeah. Uh, right. It was fourteen peaks and above eight thousand meters. Yes. And the record holder had he done it in six years. That's right. I can't remember what uh, nationality the guy was. I want to say French, but I could that could I could be wrong. So um, anyway, so mountaineer. He'd done that in six years, and Nims did it in seven months. Seven months. The guy's a ninja. But he actually, the the little bit that I do know of it, I don't know his full story, that's why I want to read his book. He actually had to do a lot of, um, he, he like re- he, he like remortgaged his house. He, done, he, he was like... What, to, to do that challenge? At one point in Everest, he was like so in debt it was like a phenomenal amount he he had to, it was all self um bit of belief self funded oh really yeah until he like gained enough momentum and at one point he was up the mountain like skint <laughs> i didn't have a penny imagine just just fuming just, what am i fucking doing here just like i can't even afford a fucking sandwich up here wow yeah wild and he had no money. But you paid a fuck all in a British army anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So or, Sodexo or Mills. British Navy. So, whatever you want to be. <laughs> you call it. <laughs> Sodexo Mills. Sodexo Mills. In the galley. Yeah. Slash Scoff House. Scran House. Scran House? <laughs> no, we... Because we Scran in the Scoff House. We used to call it the galley, yeah. We, the we, galley, that's so navy, that's weird. Yeah, but obviously... Being part of free commando brigade, you're part of the navy. Why? Your army. Because you're an army commando. I wasn't an army commando. I was just in the unit. But being part of free commando brigades, you're obviously attached to the Royal Marines, who are officially in the navy. So they call they they call what the the place where you reside to eat the galley because they're it's like ship terminology, isn't it? Yeah. The galley is on a ship, so they. The heads, the, the heads of the toilets. Everything comes back to the navy mm. with them. So we used to eat scran in the galley, and if you called it anything else, you'd have to go and get in a tank, which is a a big um, receptacle of water, not necessarily sanitary. So not the scoff house. Not the scoff house. If you called it a scoff house, you'd be in trouble. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. If you called it a scoff house, you have to get in the tank. What? Mm. Take your racing spoon to the scoff house. Yeah, no, and an all in. So an all in was like where yeah. everyone just chucks their rations in a mess in and cooks it up. Go to the galley for an all in. <laughs> <laughs> but it works, you Did know. You have a racing spoon on a lanyard. Yeah, 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 yeah. We wear racing spoons on lanyards. I've still, I've got it actually. I've got my because we're in the middle of moving house. I got all of my um, field kit out of the loft. Went through it all because I, I, I can digress quite well and mm. if I see something I'm like oh get sidetracked and start going through it I, went start, I started going through all of my field kit found like an old um, like a beauty kit it's like it's in a zip it's got a lanyard on it in a zip open it up it's got like a whistle two pill pots with like um, jet pre <laughs> yeah just a bit of pre-workout <laughs> no, two pill pots with like, I think they were empty but just in case you need them mm. uh, a whistle a lighter 
a, a racing because that fixes a racing spoon attached racing spoon, yeah. imodium yeah because you need imodium so you don't shit your pants in the field I never had that problem well we, I could hold it in for a week <sighs> and then you lay some pipe when you get back <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I never needed the imodium but it was a bit like if you need the imodium, bang the imodium so you it clogs you up. That and the rations like the r- would, would fucking hold you in anyway. You literally give birth go, to an anaconda when you get back. <laughs> a bright orange anaconda. <laughs> and you go in. So the idea was have imodium to bung you up and then have like a um, a constipation tablet, like a laxative yeah, yeah. to pop once you get out of the field. <laughs> so it clears you through. Yeah. No, no wonder most of the army's got IBS. <laughs> I've got IBS. <laughs> Fucking there you go. I've Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Lactose intolerant yeah. and IBS. Yeah, uh, Wes is lactose intolerant, and I bought some cheese out in a uh, tapas platter, and he nearly had a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Derek Chisora is warming up. This is going to be interesting, I feel. I do like Derek Chisora as a fighter, though. Would you like to see him fight AJ? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, AJ, I think he's been found out now. I think he's a fraud. He's a fraudster. He's a big stiffy. Mm. I think Tyson Fury is, a, is the British boxer, isn't he? Yeah. Tyson Fury and AJ is going to be in a really, really good fight. Or it could be really, really shit because... Both technical, both not doing anything. Yeah, it could be fucking boring. It Just could chilling. be a cuddling, um, a cuddle session for 12 rounds. That's the thing of boxing. Obviously, it's a technical technical sport, but if it's too technical, I know him. I don't know him, Lee Selby, but he come to train because Chivna had um, quite a good boxing facility. Yeah, and he's from Wales. Okay. He's from Barry Island in South Wales. Oh, so he's only he? a couple of hours from Chivna. All right, but how's it going? All right, but how about I come use your boxing facility? Is it? <laughs> For free, is it? So he came uh, to Chivna to use a boxing facility. Roger. And we all got to go and watch him train. I'm pretty sure he's got a brother as well. They're, yes. they're, all, they're all professional boxers. Well, the other Selby, I can't remember his name, but he is a um, professional boxer as well. Sell by date. Sell by date. Yeah. But he's like, oh, does anyone want to spar? Does anyone want to spar? And we were all like... So nah. when I was in the boxing team, I uh, went down to the... Uh, we, we, so I was on the boxing team, went down to Penelli Camp. Is it Penelli Camp? Where is it? In Tenby. Tenby, Wales. Don't know. You do like 18 I can there. Leave England. Uh, it, the camp's like that. Honestly, the the Both gradient is rats. <laughs> you have to like abseil back down to the... <laughs> <laughs> so you have to Alex ascend. Alex halfway down. Yeah. <laughs> you have to solo ascend all the way up to the scoffer. Gally. Ooh, yeah. and, uh, Gally, and then you literally got to have sail back down to your, to your um, uh, accommodation. It's so steep. Honestly, it's r- ridiculous. But we was training there and on the beach and everything like that. And then at night, we was going down to Tembi, like the arse end of Tembi, right? And we were training with like these, well, they're gypsies. I'm not going <laughs> to hold back. Nice they fun. were travellers. And uh, they, you know, they were they were the hardest of hard guys. Yeah. So we was boxing with them. Boxing training with them. Boxing training with them. Oh wow! So bare knuckle. 
just outside in the car park. <laughs> no, no, we like we were proper training with them, but they were like Welsh buddies, <laughs> and they were also they didn't like the English, and they were also travellers. So it not, was not the best combo. It was, I mean, it was good training. Yeah, good training. Learn not to get punched in the face. Yeah, just get punched in the face. We'll buy some horrible geezer with a uh, black cap on. <laughs> and a sovereign ring. <laughs> or a keeper's, <laughs> keepers, keeper's ring. ring. <laughs> no, they, they were good guys. Though. They, uh, they were, um, I mean, they had some champions there. They, uh, I think Scott Gannon owns a gym and he's an ex-British heavyweight boxer. Oh, really? You can fact check me, but I'm pretty sure that's what his name Kyle is. Kyle is going to fact check you on that. Yeah, fact he will. Yeah, yeah. He, will. he will also be doing it whilst wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very sorry about that. We were interrupted by my lovely wife coming in. We are back in the building now. We're just discussing actually a barbecue we went to recently and Wes is just about to tell us a story about a hornet, apparently. <laughs> so there was a uh, a hornet in the kitchen. Do you not remember? No, I can't remember anything. No? No? <laughs> it was massive. And then Luke Buck, he picked up the uh, outdoor cushion and then he put the window through. <gasps> Do you not remember that? Yeah. No. He was. No, we, 100%. we could not have been. We would remember that. Honestly, it was about... He smashed the window? No, he nearly did. He, he literally went... Like, obviously, hit it so hard. But it was on the <laughs> was other the side. On the window? <laughs> it was on the other side. Oh, my God. That's the other side Yeah, so it was inside the kitchen, but he was oh, outside. So he was so no. leaping. Yeah. He didn't kill it, obviously. I remember taking photos and you going, right, Rick, going to do a motivational speech? <laughs> yes, actually. No, no, oh, that was uh, that was through Tanner because he, uh, yeah. he was, he, uh, he, he just didn't want you to do one. So I uh, basically, <laughs> I actually told him, Rick, when, I said, Rick's doing yeah, it. Yeah, I said, Rick's going to do him. He's yeah. like, no, no, no. No, he's not, no, he's he not. He was chatting to me, actually. He was like... Did he explain? He said, you know what? Like, when you when you first put, started putting your videos and stuff out, he said, I thought, what the fuck is this guy up to? <laughs> and I was like, but did you watch him? And he was like, yeah. I said, thanks for the views. Right? Yeah, well, that's it. And, 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 he said, and he said... Or not likes. He said, I thought, what the fuck is this guy up to? And then when I rewatched it... And thought about it, I thought, do you know what? He's just on his hustle. Like he's just trying to do his thing. Like he said, he's obviously a sparky now. He's out there trying to do his yeah. thing, promote his business. All I'm doing is just trying to promote my business. And I said to him, look, I don't give a fuck if you watch the video and don't like it, or if you watch the video and do like it, you still watch the video. That's all. That I... No, but he. So what he said was he was like dead against that at the start. Yeah. And then he actually said you were giving out some good advice. He admitted that. I think that means a lot. Pain, no, it actually pained him to say that. No, no, no. He, no, he, no, he, he genuinely, genuinely said that. So, uh, yeah. So I think he, you, uh, which is won good. him as a fan. Fine by me. That's good as gold. But you didn't give a motivational speech. I didn't give him. I was no fit state to give a motivational speech. Give it, letting Kyle take control of the drinks and and having double vodka, double gin and tonics. Which was probably more. I think I, I think I actually found that out through Maya. She actually said, "You know what they were doing?" <laughs> I went, "What?" She was like, "They're doing vodka and gin, 
vodka and gin cocktails. Do you know what I did to Rick? Rick can go and get me some water and come back and get me some water and you can come back with a drink and I'll be like, I can't go get myself water, I don't even know that anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and he kept bringing me out more and more drinks. Like, I was being so responsible, I was like, I need water now, you want to give it to me water? So it was really Rick's fault, honestly. I knew we was in trouble when Carl turned up here with a deck chair. Oh, yeah? Like, he turned up and he was like, I bought my own um, deck chair because Wes said to bring a chair and I was like, no, it's actually genuine, but oh, we we, we actually found out there was enough seating, but no um, one sat down, so no was, one sat down, yeah, and we didn't just stick around long enough to sit down, no. so <laughs> in and out. But we, I, we, I went to the toilet. I said to Kyle, "You said can you get me some water?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll get you some water." I said to Kyle, "I'm going for a swamp. Make me and Hannah a drink. I'll come down and get it." And he made us double vodka, double gin and tonics, and from then on, it was just that all night. Well, I say all night. We got there at half six and left at quarter past ten. But I was I was super worried. I woke up and I was like, "It's one of them you just can't remember." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was I was a bit edgy texting you like, "All right, mate, someone, what happened?" Someone that worked for ACM, my friend, um, my friend's cousin knows your mum. Works with your mum. Oh really? But I was telling her about the story like I found it everywhere. The next day she came back and she was like, "Was that um weather's party?" And I was like, "How do you know?" Shokes about it with his mum. I told him it was you that was sick. And I was like, you didn't. And she was like, yeah, I did. And I was like, oh my god, I'm like dying. And she was like, I didn't really. Uh, yeah, she went to your mum. Oh, did she? Down yeah. in uh, Warsaw? Yeah. yeah. I think Maya was a good egg at night because she, she, she must have put up with a lot of stuff that is so out of her norm. Uh, the weed. It's only the weed, though, yeah. I mean, she's super anti drug. You are, though, aren't you? Yeah, you I'm, I'm, I'm never talking to her about that, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she would have. We were talking about it earlier, like apparently we're both both on the shelf, both on the shelf. But we were talking about it earlier, about DMT and stuff. And is it a drug? (laughs) I've done it. So balloon, a balloon's a drug. It is a drug. Is it drug? If it's a drug, how the fuck they sell it on Tenerife Strip? Is it not like just not nitrous oxide? Nitrous oxide, yeah. It's a natural gas. They put, natural it, gas. they put it in cars, don't they? They put it in whipped cream. Yeah, but not, <laughs> not to inhale, like you're inhaling that. That's what makes you eat it. Yeah, you eat it on whipped cream. Huh? You eat not you you eat laughing gas you know, on whipped you cream. Know that whipped cream thing. Yeah. But when I went to the Isle of Wight Festival, there was stalls set up for you to go and hook up to nitrous oxide, and you could just sit there and get off your tits. For a father. The thing is, I don't know what's such a new thing now, because like been 15, so 20 years ago in like Magaluf, they just do it on the strip. Yeah. It wasn't, it's just called laughing gas. Yeah. But now... Before it's called like... Now the hipsters took it over. Balloons. And it's called balloons now. And you think, all right, mate, chill out. <laughs> With your harachis. Yeah. Is, Har- is, is that what they wear now? Yeah. What do hipsters wear now? They've all got perms now. Perms. Got perms. Mullets. Mullets are cool now. Mullets are back I'm actually in. so happy with that. There's a guy that I know from through Muay Thai. He's got a mullet now. Trains, <laughs> trains and coaches Muay Thai with a mullet. That's badass. Without, without a moustache or not? He's got a moustache. Is he Australian? No. He's from oh. Gosport. <laughs> Whoa. He wears Reebok classics. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Oh. Is he, um, uh, does he train at NGMA? No, but I fought one of his fighters at NGMA. Oh, okay. At an inter club. It's good, good scrap. Oh, 101, is it? Gym 101. Gym 101, Ollie trains. 
do the instructors it's, it's, have mallets? No. Oh. That's a, a legit gem. Mm. It's a good gem. Um, <laughs> what are talking about before hand at the door? Kyle. Kyle, yeah. Government. Supposed to be, but he loves the government. He Has he, has he made an excuse not to come in? No, to be fair, I, I said to you earlier, didn't I? He's away all week, obviously on, on his course. Mm. So I get that he wants to stay at home. Yeah. With his family. I do get it. We were asking Ubers earlier. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did, didn't we? It's a sick Uber. Why did you get an Uber? So where's picked me up from Ollie's? We had to drop his car at his mum's. And got so we got an Uber and the guy turned up in a Mercedes. Mercedes. I've never had a Mercedes like Uber. C-class C Mercedes. Random. Playing the weekend. Yeah, yeah, the weekend's album. On. We yeah. said we're just going to stay in here and just cruise around all night. <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking? Yeah. 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 Your, um, my, my thing. Mm. I've got an exemption card. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why are you exempt? I'm not. Good effort. <laughs> got emphysema. Thank you. Yeah. I used to be asthmatic. <laughs> I did as well. So what's um, what is everyone's views on the recent government lockdown views? Everyone. You you're involved in the podcast now. You're here. The podcast oh, can pick, yeah. the microphones can pick you up too. Yeah. They're super sensitive. We sort them right out. Um, what's everyone's views on it? Well, we're locked out. We're, say, say what you think. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it achieves nothing. We're crashing, crashing all the economies for nothing. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it achieves anything. Like I said to you earlier, I spoke to doctors and it's just like, my ultimate beliefs are, yes, COVID is real. COVID is real and it should have some level of respect as mm. should any illness or virus or whatever. Maybe it hasn't warranted this response that it's got. Oh, the pug's back. Hello, asthmatic. Yeah. Maybe it shouldn't have warranted the response that it has got, but it has got the response that it's got. And I don't know if the world will ever be the same. No, I don't think so either. I think it's going to take a few years. I don't know. It's, it's going to take ages to re- economically recover. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I just think it's just delaying the inevitable I think like you can lock down but when you come back out of it you lock down in a um, sanitised area right so you're going to be like in a super clean environment you're going to be hidden away from like anyone yeah. so your immune system is going to be super low yeah of course it is because it, it adapts um, to your environment yeah of course and then when you come out of this environment and you go back into the normal world you uh, pick up anything. Yeah, pick up the seasonal flu, and then they're going to be like, "Oh, COVID's back." Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So that's how I see it, and especially over the winter. I, d- I don't well, know. Well, they say they're doing it because um, the hospitals are full because of like flu and normal things like that. Yeah. But after lockdown, then obviously still aren't going to go away. It's going to be still going to be there. Yeah. So okay, we might go on lockdown for a month. But after a month, we're going to go back to square one. Yeah. Like, so you're gonna be the same yeah, so you're gonna be like locked away with your masks, and then you're you know your sanitized areas, and and not seeing anyone, and not being outside, and I just think, okay, 
when you do leave lockdown and it's still the winter and the shit weather yeah. and you're and yeah, and you get a cold exactly and you get a cold and it's like oh it's spiked Covid is spiked because they don't know whether it's the common cold or is it the flu or whatever it yeah. is uh, let's be safe and put it down as Covid yeah and then it's like oh go back into what are we can do keep going into lockdown it, we can't. We can't afford it, can we? I don't, I'm not sure we can afford a second lockdown economically. No. Uh, for for me, I think I'll continue working. However, other people are just. What are they going to do? Go back in the furlough? Yeah. They. Uh, is that what they're doing? They're continuing furlough. So furlough is. Okay. So th- there's also like a. Um, so how can we afford furlough? No, I'm working. There's a new right, scheme which is coming out where it's only sixty two percent of the wage. Yeah, but I don't know your hair back, so they didn't announce that today. They just said furlough's continuing. I think on Monday it's going to announce how much. Okay. So it's think, called like the um, help help working scheme. Or something. It's not not furlough. It's like a different scheme. I don't think they released like any in depth details like that. I think they just said they fucking should though, shouldn't they? Don't just don't address the nation on a Saturday Saturday evening on Halloween and be like, by the way, Monday next Thursday, we're fucking locking you down. Yeah. But tune in Monday. For 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 details, BBC. Trying to get their fucking TV license out. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know because I don't. You don't pay a TV license. I don't pay. I've never paid a TV license. Have you been checked up on? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I have once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They come to my door. BBC. Yeah, so they threatened me many times, (laughs) many times, and uh, I said, "Yeah, fine, whatever." Like you know, if you're going to. me and give me dates are you going to come to my house like I'll be ready so I was waiting for this guy he turned up and he said to me you know my door and he said uh, you you know you, you're you not paying a TV licence and stuff I said yeah, no, I'm, yeah no, I'm not I'm, I'm not I don't I don't subscribe openly admit it <laughs> I don't I, I've never I've never had a TV licence in my life never not once do you watch any BBC no I play no you don't believe in BBC do you I hate the BBC with a passion. EastEnders? No. Nope. When he when he found out we watched EastEnders, he hit the roof. Mm, I hate I hate soaps anyway. Like what, EastEnders is decent. What do you watch on TV? Uh, Netflix. <laughs> I watch documentaries. I watch YouTube. Bob Lazar. Anything weird. Anything. David Attenborough. No. BBC? It's BBC, isn't it? Fuck I off. Him. You don't watch David Attenborough? I hate him. No, you can't. Get I don't off hate my, him. I get off my fun. fucking podcast. <laughs> no, I, he's I, the nation's granddad. He's a national treasure. But you won't pay for him. I will never pay for him. <laughs> he, nothing. I, I I am so anti-BBC. What are us? What have you fed her? The vegan, the, the vegan pigs is. She stinks. I'm going to get an Ellie one. But dog. Nelly will just destroy it in two seconds. Very sorry for the listeners. The dog has um, passed wind. And she's had a vegan pig's ear. It's not oh, ideal. Uh, what's your Netflix go to anyway? At the moment, mm. I'm watching The Haunting on El... Is it Ellie Manor or something? Bly Manor. Ah. Oh. Somebody on my... I've got like 10 it's people on my Netflix account. Scary Someone's watching all. it. It's not scary at all. Oh. We, it's, it's, it's kind of, the, call. the call we watched the other day really cool. it's not scary the call. it's got a sexy Halle Berry in it I'm watching uh, do, have you watched The Fall with, yeah with, I know everyone said it's good Gillian Anderson no. I've heard it's not too really good so good so good really good it's Irish it's weird 
Mm. But the guy from um, Fifty Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Scent. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Scent. <laughs> no, Fifty Shades the of Grey. La- the latest rapper. The um. The main guy. Yeah, you know the the, the sexual the, deviant. The good, the good-looking geezer from the bit, you know, the well, billionaire. The main yeah, uh, Jamie. I love that guy. I want to say, is his name Jamie? Door. Don't know. But anyway, I'll... the good-looking geezer from um, Fifty Shades of Grey. What I will tell you, is... and and he's super hot in that. Who? Gillian Anderson. She's like. I don't know who she is. What well, from X X Files? Are you joking? I love the X-Files. Yeah, so you know, obviously know who she is. No. Is she, is she like the... the, the Mulder. Co- Mulder. Scully and Mulder. She's yeah. Mulder of Scully and Mulder. Yeah. See, X... Don't forget, I'm a little younger than She's, you. She's... Yeah, also... Yeah, yeah, I know, but like... X-Files, when, when X-Files was a thing, I was like 11. I was watching Eurotrash. Eurotrash? <laughs> Remember that? That was so good. Weird. Big... Just, big, big, just, just tits. Just tits. Big just tits, tits and hairy vaginas. What, what was it? What was the I don't know, I don't know what, what it was about. about. It was just... I don't know. What was the... Uh, Do you remember it, Hannah? Synopsis. No, I, know, I know what you're talking about. Everyone really? Eurotrash. It's on Channel 5 like at 10 o'clock every Friday. <laughs> also, did you used to watch uh, how, when Ali G started? On the... The um, Ali G show? No, before that. He used to be on this like... Like news... It was like a skit on like a like Channel Four News or something. It was so random. No. Before Ali G show, he was like this like a skit. Well, he got his own show off the back of that. Yeah. No. Because he was such a like big character. We watched Borat and Hannah didn't really understand it. No. I don't understand it. I just think there's no storyline to it. It's rubbish and a joke. There is. You watched the first one. Yeah. I watched the first one. I said to I said to Hannah earlier. I watched the first one in Cineworld in town. Yeah. I must have been 15. Took a load of Strongbow bottles in and some girl that we went with sat on the edge of the itching bridge and shit off the edge. Yeah. Yeah. That's the highlight. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> it's, uh... What? Before? What? <laughs> before you went there? Why is it relevant? What? Before? Uh, I suppose it doesn't matter. I mean, before what? No, it was after. After, after the film. On the way back over the bridge, she shut off the edge. I want to get weird in a minute. I want to talk about... Um, no, in fact, with you, I want to touch on the 9 to 5 and the rat race. Mm. And... Not my side. No, but... I, won't I want to I tap into your mindset and... Because I think it would be valuable for people to listen to and, and take away something from both of our mindsets maybe where we don't agree with a nine to five rat race and we believe in a higher power and a, a higher value of life. What's your uh, thoughts on nine to five? I don't do nine to five. I do six to six. Six to six. <laughs> Fucking hell. I go up at 4.40 every day. That is hideous. It's disgusting. What even is that time? Mm. There's two, four o'clocks in the day. <laughs> yeah. That is wild. Should you go to bed really early? No. He has minimal sleep, which is really bad for him. Well, I sleep like five hours a night. A day. Five hours. That's shocking. 
Yeah, I know. So, Guppa 440. Straight in the shower to wake myself up. Cold, because, cold shower? Yeah, yeah. Do you leave it cold for Maya? Yeah, she hates it. Fantastic. I always, I forget to turn it back. And the shower, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I always get told off. Always. And, uh, yeah. So, cold, cold uh, shower. Yeah, I get, I get up, t- take a shower, cold shower, and then get, get, get going. And it takes about 20 minutes and I'm on the road. Get to work for... Quarter to six, and then I'm ready for six till six. Ready to work with all the uh, switched on lads? Yeah, very switched on. So switched on. Mr. Wes, can I take a break? Retrained, yeah. (laughs) And then you finish work at six, and then... Drive out, drive home for an hour. Just get in for seven. Oh, did you get an hour in from work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So he lives in Wandsworth and works in, like, Brentford, Uxbridge. No, uh, yeah, uh, Rickmansworth. Rickmansworth. The big oh, HS2 so project. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. No one knows what it means. Okay. So you get a two hour you drive a day to get to and from work. Do you pay travel? No. <gasps> Ouch. I thought mine was bad when we drove home the other day. It's 21 miles each way. It should take 20 minutes, but it's London. It's London, so. There's no easy way Imagine to get there. Imagine traffic still at 5 a.m. <laughs> Fucking hell! Do you not get really stressed? Oh yeah. Are you going to get a bike? Yeah, so that's the plan. So in like March, April time, I'm going to get a bike. Yeah. So I've got a bike license, and I've had bikes in the past, so I'm good. Sell the car and get a bike, or keep the keep the car. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I'll be like like a fold away. <laughs> Just so, so fit. Mo- I'll be so fit. <laughs> motorbike. I'll be like riding four hours a day, twenty-four miles to work and back. <laughs> <laughs> I motorbike. So I'll just cycle for two hours. Is it going to be a case of keep the car and, and get? Keep I'll probably just get a motorbike. I don't know. I, I don't know. Bikes conven- The, the, the car's convenient for coming down here. Well, in London, the ULEs and the uh, congestion charges extending the whole of. I need to say the whole of Europe, the whole of London. So Wandsworth gets covered. Yeah, yeah. What well, Wandsworth is still covered in the ULS. Hang on, is it is it in there already? We didn't pay congestion charge. No, 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 it's not. It's not. But it will be. So the ULS and the central uh, congestion charge is all the same. Right. But they're extending it into the whole of uh, London as of next year. Wow. Do you like living in London? I don't mind. Like, I don't mind where we live. Where you live's got quite a nice vibe, I think. Yeah, Wandsworth's really nice. We were up with you the other day. It was, it was quite a nice... No, Wandsworth's really nice. Uh, Fulham, I love Fulham. I love Putney, Fulham. Or... Chelsea. Chelsea's nice, really nice. However, if you go anywhere past there, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like Clapham. I don't like Brixton. I don't like Stockwell, anywhere like that. And if you go in... I, so I don't like Central London. I don't like it at all. Really? No, I don't Would like... you move back here? Yeah, I would. I would. I think. I don't know. I think you struggle moving back here. I think you're so London adapted. I think. Mm. I think subconsciously you become adapted to your surroundings. Only be out of. I so what I noticed with Southampton is the developments, right? The housing, 
the developments, they don't cater for the actual people living there. Yeah. All they care about is house, 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 flat, 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 flat. Okay. These people need a shop. These people need hairdressers, barbers. They need everything. Yeah. They need essentials. They need shopping. They need everything. When he picked me up earlier, he was like, I was so confused. I drove through Manor Farm. That's now a housing estate. To come, I've never been through there. To come to a new housing estate. Yeah, to pick green. you up. I've never been See, I drove through Manor Farm, housing estate, ended up in Hedge End, drove through Hedge End, now in a housing estate. Yeah. I've never been through any of them. Never. So many houses. But the thing is, there's nothing there. No. Nothing. No, you are right. It's they like, yeah, it's just house. It's just house and flats. There's no like convenience. So near imagine there. those people. Imagine those people, right? They all have. Majority will have kids. There's yeah. no nurseries. And There's they've no all schools. got. But they've all got basic wants and needs. There's no local convenience shop to just pop to. Also, yeah. that's the only school that's opened like a new site around here. I think of all the kids, and some of it that's is insane. um, what is it? Uh, housing Association. So some people get placed yeah, there. Yeah, twenty percent. It's not. It's, council, it's not yeah. always like buy a house on our new development. It's sometimes like on the council list, given, yeah. move to this new development. So uh, there's a lot of young families, which yeah. don't. They, I mean, they don't have. Uh, they don't. They just have nothing. There's nothing there. You got big Tesco's. That's it. Schools, like the end of schools, there's, a bit. there's no second, there's no other not school. created another school. No, they need to, they need to create a whole school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or like secondary school, the only secondary school in all that area is Hamble. Or Woodlands, it's quite, no, uh, not Woodlands, uh, the Hamble, all the way down like, Hamble or like yeah, Brookfield. Yeah, yeah, or you go, you go, you can either go into Locks Heath or come back and go to like Western. Yeah, it's so, but they don't. They don't care. I with these new builds, they like developers now. They're like, all they care about is money. They don't care about like, you know, these people need jobs. So like, like, imagine if you had like, uh, all these different shop facilities, where you know people can get can have jobs. You know, like these people are gonna live there, work. You know, work there. There should be cafes. Yeah. There should be rush, if if you know sometimes there should be restaurants or bars or pubs or just make like a small little economy there. Yeah. Just so and they can live and, and, and nurseries and and shopping. In East, yeah. yeah. The thing is, they're building city amount or like town amounts of houses, but they're not building town amounts of convenience. Exactly. They just. Smashing a lot of people in one position, one in one place, and going get on with it. Exactly. And all in like because obviously now maybe so, the people what, moving in. What's the nearest shop to where you're moving? Uh, big Tesco. The, the super yeah, the big, big Tesco. Tesco's. Yeah. There's no like. But why is there no like convenience? A, a convenience store. Um, the one near there's there's a one stop in Lowford. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Two parking spaces. There's two parking spaces. Mm. It's Ramo down there. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It, like, where's the nearest pub? Where's the nearest nail bar? You know, like anything. Barbers and hairdressers and... Yeah, it's, it's something... Yeah. It's, 
It's ridiculous. And all these people that are moving there could have could like take on those shops if because they could yeah they, they, one of them's gonna be skilled in that sector yeah they yeah, could take someone. take it on and run anything, it anything anything you could doctor surgery yeah, why not that's true. you know doctor's is, is a doctor's surgery you talk about covid putting strain on the nhs there's what about these fucking new housing estates but with like five four to five hundred yeah, yeah like hundreds thousands of new houses but not building a secondary doctors to deal with the amount of people that's going to be going through well, the books a now. That got now can't even cope. No, exactly. Can't just get a so for argument's sake, our local one will be in Hamble. Mm. It's obviously stress anyway because it's dealing with the whole of Hamble. Now and all of a sudden, and Netley, and now all of a sudden it's got COVID. like five hundred to a thousand new houses turn up and go. We we're now. In yeah. It. So imagine trying to get a slot. No chance. Great, around it? here it's been horrendous oh it's shocking we've shocking. got one just there we've got one across the road yeah it's ridiculous and the last conversation Hannah had she left she got a phone crying because they were shouting at her really oh unbelievable shocking there's such a strain and it, and they're not building anymore it's ridiculous but they're not the government aren't exactly doing much to promote well-being within that because like, at the moment we're like oh you know, I've got like a scratchy throat. I can't call a doctor because there's more people out there that need it than me. Mm. There's people in worse positions than me with, with COVID. I can't put any more strain on the this NHS. This is why 111 is so busy because people just call 111 because they can't go to the doctor because they yeah. can't get into their doctor's service. Yeah, yeah. Like my cousin works for 111 and it's just constant. That's so busy. Derek and Yusik are fighting. Derek, Chizora right and Alexander Yusik are fighting. It's going to be hell of a fight. You have to pause it, I think. It's gonna be wild. I think Derek's gonna win. Do you remember? Yeah, I think. Derek's okay, we're gonna we're gonna leave it. We're gonna knock it on the head right here. Uh, we did we didn't get into aliens, but we can. That's next. We can do another one. We'll make you tune back in for another aliens podcast. So thank you for joining us for the last basically an hour or so, and Hannah has joined us for the last half an hour, which has been quite nice. So thank you with that face. Thank you. Uh, if you're still with us uh, for the last 50 minutes fantastic good effort thank you very much we love you we appreciate you and we will talk to you very soon